don't start having conversations, asking questions in these uncertain times, how do we overcome the unknown? When your moments of today are controlled by your thoughts of tomorrow, when do the problems of yesterday catch up with your someday I'll take time and get around to it life as we know it keeps changing we search for answers and find new reasons welcome to the podcast i'm your host sean brand this is the podcast new equals reason in a world where the unknown keeps us learning daily together we journey into the new it equals the reason to have a conversation about it if we all plant good seeds today Our food for thought for tomorrow will be plentiful for the future. On this episode, I want to talk about investing. As a millennial born in the 80s, I didn't really know a lot of people who invested when I was growing up. Now that I'm older, got my own home, cars, and job and family I start thinking more about investing myself Uh, around my age group cryptocurrency is probably one of the biggest talked about investments I know investing in shoes and selling them is becoming really big for younger people Uh, trading cards is picking back up because they don't really lose too much value Uh, I know the Michael Jordan rookie cards are a big hit and the stock market of course but I guess one of the biggest investment things to do is real estate that's a big one and I've done just about all the forms of in the of investing that I just said uh, on a house I guess that's investing in real estate uh, bought some cryptocurrency I have sports cards now I've invested in the stock market cryptocurrency was big about two years ago when Bitcoin jumped to about I think 25,000 a coin And I was really hesitant to get into it for a couple of reasons. The biggest one was there was nowhere to use it. And I didn't understand how an invisible coin could be worth so much when you can't use it or touch it. And I talked to a lot of people that were big into the cryptocurrency coins before I invested in them and you know I still didn't even believe in them when I put money in it because to me it was almost like 3D TVs yeah you know if you go to the movie theater you watch a 3D movie you don't mind wearing the glasses for a short time but who's gonna really sit around 
and wear 3D glasses at home all day. It's just one of those things that don't really make sense. But at the same time, I didn't want to be on the outside looking in if it jumped and just took off and you could make, you know, at least double what you put in. And so I bought into it. And at the time, it cost so much money to uh, move from one site to another because the main site, I think at the time, was Coinbase. I think it's Coinbase. And I wanted to go to Binance because it seemed more uh, stable to me. And you had more options to buy different coins. So to move money, I mean, you, I, I think I spent like $68 just moving it. So right there is a is a loss. A pretty decent size loss if you only put in a couple hundred. And I did my research on some coins and look, and I probably spread my money out to about 20 plus coins because most of them, were about one cent so you know you think about you spend two dollars man you got a ton of coins if this picks up and so i bought you know some of the popular ones at the time the main one i was just talking about it with a co-worker the other day was ripple even though i only bought maybe 25 coins i think I didn't believe the hype on Ripple because about the same time was when you started hearing about these big companies backing these coins. And I said, you know, yeah, there's going to be people backing them, but when can you use them? Those are two different things. And the value at the time stayed around, I think, 25000 for about three to four months if I'm not mistaken then it started jumping and I know it dropped down to about 17,000 is when I started noticing it was fizzling out people were trying to get out of it you know take what they earned and, and just get out but at the same time you had some people that just stayed in I left mine in because it was you cost so much to get it out and when everything started dropping you already lost money so to pull it back out you're losing even more and so I just let mine sit and I bought a Binance coin because that was the site I went with which I'm still on there and it's just one of those things where you have to let it sit and you don't know if it'll ever pick up and you can look, you watch podcasts and youtube videos of people that own coins as far as the inventor of the coins talk about um how they fluctuate and you know one thing i heard that stuck out of my head was with bitcoin i mean one day you could buy an ice cream cone with the whole coin because it's dropped so low and then you might be able to go take your whole family to a real expensive basketball game and do the whole works the next day because it went back up you just never know so it's so 
up and down right now that you know if you're going to get into it it's actually probably the best time to get into it and just wait wait it out and see what it's going to do and another thing that i tried and i did it myself even though i know a lot of people probably wouldn't do it i tried the stock market and i do recommend people trying robin hood the app uh, you you know no trader fees uh, no selling fees so you get a chance to you know really play on the stock market uh, yourself and just learn about you know things that you like versus what somebody else tells you to put your money into you can kind of research products i mean if you hear if it's something new coming out and you're like oh man this company uh, is bringing out a new xyz you can go put some money into it and see if you gain and you can do day trades but i think you can only do four without actually buying into i think the gold membership and it, it's rewarding for you to learn, I think, you know, how investment works yourself versus just believing what somebody tells you. I know the biggest story that I heard as far as the Robinhood app was the kid who committed suicide at the age of 20. But he wasn't doing the trading like the, just the stock market. I think he went on a. Uh, the broker side if i'm not mistaken they updated their app recently and you could go in with no money like he was but the only thing i would recommend is you put in i mean if you got a hundred dollars or 200 or whatever you know your finances are that you put in and just try it that way you you learn and you know you know what's going on and you feel more comfortable when you go talk to other people about investing your money you at least have an idea how it works uh, because you know knowledge is everything especially in finance and investing uh, people don't think about you know having as much knowledge because they don't have the experience but the internet is so open and there's so much information out there that you can get that you may not want to give your money to a broker or a stock investor you might just want to try it yourself and try different things and i highly recommend you looking into that robin hood is the one i've tried i know there's a couple more i know acorn is uh, a newer one it sounds pretty good i think you link your bank account and if you spend like i think like one say you spend a dollar and 87 cent i think it takes the change and invest it for you it just rounds all your purchases up to the nearest dollar so you don't really notice you're investing a ton of money and then over so many months or years you have so much money invested in the stock market but I think those are groups of stock versus individual stock.
Uh, that's a good one. I've heard good reviews. I don't personally know anybody who uses it, but me and my wife thought about it. Another one that I have invested in is trading cards, sports trading cards. Uh, I collected cards as a kid. I think I started in maybe 88, 89. I was really young. I mean, the grocery store still had brown large bags that you put your stuff in. And this was late er, late 80s, early 90s. I remember having two or three big Kroger bags full of trading cards, which looking back today would probably be all bent and, you know, not in good condition. And so, you know, I wouldn't have really been able to get them graded and sell them for what you're seeing some sold for today. But I did have a book of cards that I kept for years, and I still have it to this day. So I've had cards since the late 80s, early 90s of players that I like that I thought, you know, would be cool to have when I got older so I could look back and go, man, I've had these for so many years. And just the end of last year, uh, I went to a friend's house. And he got some cards from a friend whose mom died and she didn't know what to do with them or didn't care to keep them. So she sold them to him and we're going through it. And like I said, at the time, I only had a book I've had since I was a kid. So we start going through all these cards and I mean, it just, it just clicked back in my head that, man, I should get back into getting these cards because you never know I mean you could find one and sell it and just make as much money as you could win in the lottery on some of these things and so I started looking on eBay just looking around I won some auctions bought some cards and I just kept buying them and I didn't spend a whole lot of money because you can get into a lot of it you could put money into it uh, just by buying individual cards which is really popular to buy players but I went with lots you know mixed cards people just getting rid of them estate sales attic fines people's kids that left them at home they just want to get rid of them and I found some good cards and then since COVID-19 you know they said that trading cards have been booming because people had nothing else to do they started picking back up and that now a lot of millennials and people younger than us are starting to invest in those cards instead of putting their money in the stock market and that's where they're going to be you know putting their money and it's easier to you know keep in a drawer you don't have to have a big place for it so I understand it because I've actually, you know, been with, been collecting cards myself. And so it's interesting to see all the investment things you can do. Real estate's really big too. I don't really get into real estate as much. My wife does. She was working for a bank. And so she 
knows a lot more about real estate and how that works. I mean, I know people have to have property, but it's a lot more expensive to get into real estate than it is the stock market, Bitcoin, or trading cards, or whatever else is out there that you might collect and invest in. I mean, you just never know. Nowadays, you can go through your house and find something worth thousands, hundreds, and just sell it or keep it, and that's a form of investment. And so I recommend uh, people, you know, just the average people that maybe have no knowledge, doing a little more research and investing in something to, you know, learn how it works and just get knowledge about, you know, where things go, especially for younger people because when you get older and you look back on the stuff you bought and you realize I could have put that in the market or put that somewhere that possibly could have gained me money instead of losing all that money. So I recommend you take your time and research and try something. It don't hurt to try it if you can afford to. If not, you know, save up. You don't have to put a lot in it and just try it out. I want to thank you for tuning in to my podcast, New Equals Reason. I'm your host, Deshaun Brown. Conversation is key to communication. So let's keep the conversation going until the next time. Thank you.